to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Enjoy your lunch with our fun-filled McPherson Radio Sports Show every Thursday from 12.15 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local... Off the left side, still on his feet, end zone, touchdown come! McPherson, the Who? sophomore. Who is Jayton Gum? Oh, he just made a name for himself right there. College. Man goes in motion. Southwestern loads the box. Hill running to the near sideline and is in. Touchdown Bulldogs. The wild Mish works again and they engineer a game. Go ahead. Touchdown drive. And pro sports. And two to Kendry's Morales. A two-run lead for Kansas City. Sends a ball well hit in the left center field. And that one is gone! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio, and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot. And welcome into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage joining alongside once again Steve Sell as we are on a Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Because why Thanksgiving? We get to stuff our faces tomorrow. Hopefully everybody else there has some plans for some Thanksgiving and can stuff their face as well. But either way, uh, we're on Wednesday, not Thursday this week, having a good old time. And we get to have a good weekend ahead of us. But one thing... That I think we need to get to right away and as the topic of the state of Kansas and especially high school wise is the good news is winter sports athletes are going to have a season. The Kansas State High School Activities Association Board of Directors met yesterday, had a meeting that lasted forever. But eventually they came to the decision and voted in favor uh, begin, to begin the winter uh, activities and sports season starting December 1st and continuing through December 22nd um, before taking a winter mor- moratorium from practice on the 23rd. Normally it would go from the 23rd to the 27th. This year it will go from the 23rd to January 3rd. Practice may, may begin on January 4th and competition may resume on January 8th. Um, it's for high school and middle school as well. Uh, the board also took action resulting in the requirement for all participants, including but not limited to athletes, coaches, officials, spectators, sports staff, and all other attending participating in the school activity to wear a face covering in a manner that is intended to be worn while at the event venue and throughout the duration of the event. The only exception is provided for the athletes during the time they are competing, as well as the officials during active play. Other items resulting from from the meeting, basketball may have a maximum of 20 games exclusive of postseason swimming and diving. 10 competition exclusive of state of the state meet boys and girls wrestling can have 18 events and 30 competition points exclusive of postseason and then um, bowling may have a maximum of 10 competitions uh, again not including the postseason Um, so again and the big thing is the one thing that right here that i was going to get to the biggest thing for us and for everybody 
no fans are going to be permitted for high school no spectators rather we're going to be promoted for high school or middle school contests from december 1st through january 28th so two months of no fans but again if you want a competition and these kids to compete they're going to be uh, have an opportunity to compete and get out there yeah and uh, the big thing is of course is the no spectators yeah and i can understand people losing their minds over this they are losing their minds social media is blown up uh the big i think the big concern for parents is what happens if their kid gets hurt during a game or during a like wrestling um that i'm, I'm sure that's still got to be worked out uh as far as you know having people i don't know if emts will be allowed uh in the gym i assume you know i'm, I'm assume some there is some plan that will be in place now of course <laughs> McPherson High always has uh, Brandon Labertu or Alex Brooks, you know, on the bench for their game. So, uh, and then I believe, you know, EMS, maybe they'll be on standby. I don't know how it's going to work. We'll be told that. But, uh, you know, the big thing is the kids are going to play. That's what people want most. And, you know, if it means with no fans, uh, McPherson College is Bethany. Well, McPherson College has already been doing it with no fans. It's very odd to see, but I just the roundhouse without fans is just it's just hard to imagine. And the fans have been, you know, like the sixth man uh, for the bullpups. If you go to my column day, Mid Kansas on midkansasonline.com, I have the reactions of uh, coaches Strathman, Kinneman, and Kretzer because. Uh, their sports are most greatly affected. Uh, I didn't do anything with swimming because, you know, the kids are kind of distanced in the pool. Yeah. And, and, you know, if there's not very many competitors, they should be fine. So I really didn't do much. I didn't do anything with swimming. But uh, wrestling, to me, is the biggest one. That's what I was going to say, because too. Because the kids are, you know, <laughs> I mean, they're face-to-face. Yeah. -face and, and they feed off the crowd, yeah, too, Yeah, and lot. they do. So uh, Coach Kretzer, uh, I don't want to give too much away from my column because I'd like you to read it, but – Coach Kretzer was actually quite surprised. I think he was expecting it to be pushed back. And I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be yeah. pushed back. And to, I, uh, we're not doing a basketball magazine this year because of COVID. I'm, do, I'm doing pre-seeds <clears throat> on all the teams. Well, I'd pretty much been – I'd, I'd kind of gotten the indication that it was going to get pushed back. So now I've got 16 pre-seeds <laughs> to write before next Friday. So uh, at least, you know, they said, well, you got nothing to do. Well, i got plenty to do now. So um, – and then, of course, the other competitions will start as scheduled. I'm not sure what McPherson will do. Um, they're supposed to be up at Avila uh, toward the end of the, uh, you know, right before Christmas. I'm not sure if they'll make that trip because the Kansas City area has different restrictions yep. than we do here. So my guess is those games, uh, Shane Bakus will let us know uh, when a final decision's been made. It hasn't been made yet. But my guess is, I don't think those games will be played, but you can always, you know, you can play 20 games one way or the other. And right now, uh, you know, we have 20 games scheduled. Now, as far as the invitational tournaments, I think those are probably off. And we haven't, I, yeah, I didn't see the, from the, from the press release from Keisha, I yeah, didn't see. Yeah, there wasn't anything about, and, and I didn't watch the whole meeting. It just droned on. There's no one could have watched that whole there meeting. There were more than 6,000 people I yeah. know that were uh, watching the meeting they said at one time. They said, we've got 6,000 viewers. And, uh, but as far as the invitation, I know that in the boys tournament, several schools have indicated they would not come. And uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll let everybody know how that works out. I don't want to 
say things that I don't know anything yeah. about. But uh, anyway, it's it's a it's a it's a good news bad news thing. I really feel, you know, for the parents, you know, not being able to see their kids. I feel, you know, for all these long time McPherson fans that have been coming 40, 50 years, they can't come. Hopefully on January 28th we'll be at the point where fans will be allowed because that would be the first date that fans would be permitted, even if it's, you know, 25%, just having somebody in the roundhouse, you know, because you and I (laughs) are considered essential workers and we're going to have to learn to, we're going to have masks on for one thing. So we're going to sound a little muffled and then we're going to have to really scale it down with our volume because everybody will be able to hear it. The kids are going to be every, and the (laughs) officials are going to be able to hear it. So you won't hear us say anything about, well, that could have been a questionable call. We will not say one thing about the officiating while there's no fans in the roundhouse. There there are a couple things that I thought of when it came, when when this came out and I know we we were texting last night, but the the, there's like three things. One, when it comes to, I think, Every fan in McPherson needs to understand that it, it does say January 28, 2021 fans. That does not mean there's going to be the doors are going to be open, floodgates are open, and everybody's going to be packing around. They're, the going, to evaluate. They're going to have to evaluate then and decide. So there could be another uh, statement coming out. Yeah, and, or something, you know, because we just don't know. When it comes to COVID. Well, we hope the vaccines are yeah, yeah. available, you know, by then. So that's going on. But two, I want fans right now to realize, like, Look at McPherson College, Central Christian College. Look at all the colleges who have been playing, if you will. They haven't been able to, and it's not necessarily any their fault. Or it's COVID. Okay, so we need to understand that we might start the season next Friday night and have a basketball game, but we might not have a basketball game, depending, you know, because there could be schools that that have COVID or anything like that. The good thing is. You know, we know uh, Shane Bakus and all the administrators there at McPherson High School are going to make sure the kids are safe, and they're going to do what they can to make sure they have replacement games in or get games in as much and as possible. And we still don't know, as far as road games, yeah, whether we can broadcast. Now, I know McPherson High, we can. Uh, you know, when we go to these other towns, they might have something in their towns that says, yep. you know, we can't. So we just don't know yet. We, we're just... We're going to be like you, just play it by ear. I think the one thing that I saw, uh, the real backlash a lot of people had, and it's probably from people that, you know, aren't sports-minded, and they're saying, well, if you can play sports, why can't kids go to school? And, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure somebody a lot smarter than me can, can tell you. Uh, my answer to that, my real quick right off the top of my head answer to that is um, – because in a basketball game, you have on the court 10 players. You know what I mean? In, in that whole gym, we're going to be less than 50 people. Right. So as opposed to 300 people being around each other from all you do to the whole six degrees of separation, everybody bringing in COVID, that would be my – I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm saying that would be my first thought when it comes to that. Um, I think that the the state is trying to do – every single thing they can to allow these kids to, to compete. And, yeah, and it's, and it really, it, this is probably the most controversial thing. Yeah. Keisha has ever faced and people that, uh, like I say, people that, you know, don't care about sports, you know, they're in the other things. They just feel like that there's a lot of people don't feel like, uh, these kids should be playing if they're not in school, but you know, I don't have an answer for that. I'm not going to, resp- I don't want to respond to that anyway. I have my opinion yep. and I keep that. 
even though yeah, we're oh, yeah. a, even though we're a sports talk show, I have my opinion, and I'm keeping it. I, I reserve the right to keep that to myself. So yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. Totally understand it, and I, I think that's great. The one last thing I will will say is you mentioned it there that we're it's going to sound, and and that's what I want to say to the the McPherson fans. One basketball games when we call them this year are going to sound different than they've ever sounded before so we're going to be almost that jim nance golf voice if you will because we're not going to be able to scream over fans or be louder um the other thing is we will be wearing masks so we might sound muffled we might get it might sound like a lot of the names we're saying are mispronounced or whatever but you got to understand we're wearing a mask and it is not comfortable to yeah, do it I for that long to pat strothman do a kw game this season and he was wearing a mask at the game and you know you could you could tell just by listening to pat that you know it was muffled he was doing a kansas wesleyan game and and he was kind of muffled but that's you know if you don't have the uh nfhs i think i think it's national federation high school network it's like nine bucks a month I think Shane Bakus is probably the contact yeah. person. Uh, that way you can at least watch the games on, on computer and it goes along with our audio. Yeah. So, um, you know, there is ways to watch the game without being there. Yeah, and you can always go to midcansonline.com, click the stream there and have it on your phone or your tablet. And again, just tune right on in the old-fashioned way on your radio, 96.7. doesn't go away. We're right there. And if you're listening to this now, you can listen to the game. Especially so. when we get our new website. Oh, yeah, and we on. are working on that now. We're so. working on a new website. We've had a lot of problems with our website, so uh, we're going to upgrade. And hopefully, hopefully by the end of December. Yep. Uh, hopefully we'll have a new year and a new website and a new us so. yeah new us and it'll make us sound a lot better and and you know we're looking forward to that we've had the same website uh the website's been here since i've been here and i've been here nine years and uh they said it'd been there for a while before i got here so um it's time to get up with the times yeah and we'll we'll hopefully get there and i know i'm going to be working hard to try I'm and get still not going to do twitter though yeah, yeah. <laughs> but either way so that's what uh came out of the meeting last uh yesterday yesterday afternoon it seemed to last all the way until the evening time um, but again good for these kids to be able to compete that's one thing i care about i want to see these kids especially the kids that had their spring canceled to be able to compete and that's why i'm excited but then at the same time i'm a little not because it's a whole new world and i again i want everybody listening to understand we're gonna have masks on we're gonna be muffled it's gonna sound different but it's better than nothing. Well, I'm practicing yeah. my Sergio. Shot up good. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, especially at the free throw line. You probably just hear dead air because we can't even talk during the free throw. You know, generally you can talk during the free throw because of the crowd noise. Yeah. You know, but. One thing I thought about, too, that we haven't even discussed is a crowd mic, not because of, you know, getting. You want to get area sound and hear the ball, but. I don't want to pick up any co- uh, any coach getting a little too angry on air. So and we that's might. the thing. Coaches are going to have to adjust, yep. too, because, you know, they're going to be very <laughs> easily heard. And, of course, Coach Kenneman, you know, he's a shrinking violet on the sideline. You'll never hear anything out of him, so it won't affect him any. But, uh, no, coaches, you know, the coaches are going to be very well heard. And I'll be interested to see the number of technical fouls called this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting time. Hey. At least it's happening. Again, McPherson's scheduled right now. The first game's supposed to be on next Friday, December 4th. We'll see how things go. Yeah, we'll keep it's you updated. Yeah, Andover, so we'll have to find out if we're allowed yeah. in Andover's gym. If we're not able to broadcast on the road and just do home games, 
that's going to be a little difficult. But Keisha did say during their meeting yesterday, we are considered primary workers. I think that's what they, yeah. the term they said was. Or he's, I don't know if they said essential workers, but I think it was primary workers, people that are at the game to do a job. Yeah, so, yeah uh, without, without fans being allowed there you got this and there was a media person that asked yeah you know is this is media included and i saw brett maycock at the capitol journal he says boy i'm gonna have a lot of requests for stringers this year you know wanting to help because they won't want to get in the games yeah so either way that's the outcome of uh yesterday's meeting that's how winter sports are gonna go um we'll hope we'll keep you updated again stay on midcansonline.com we'll keep posting anything we get any news we get regarding the winter sports season uh we'll keep you informed so and you can always tune in right here to lunchtime sports sandwich on thursdays and uh the high school coaches show next week as well not this week but next week either way time to take a break here with the lunchtime sports sandwich so we'll take a quick break and we'll be ba- we'll be back more after this on 96.7 kbbe thinking about your future in agriculture first bank kansas has a team of experienced ag lenders that are ready to help you solve the agricultural demands unique to you and keep you moving forward with local loan decisions and competitive rates first bank kansas offers the ag financing you need to secure your future whether you need a loan for land equipment or livestock we will customize a solution for you call a first bank kansas ag lender in salina ellsworth mcpherson abilene lindsborg or hutchison member fdic equal house Lender. Hello, my name is Dr. Esther Reddick, a board-certified Mayo Clinic-trained ophthalmologist in McPherson at 901 North Main. Your safety is our top priority. Regular eye exams are a vital part of your overall health care. Good vision is not always a guarantee of good eye health. Some eye diseases can develop without warning signs or vision changes. Regular eye exams help keep you seeing your very best. Your eyes, your health, our passion. Call 245-0556 to set up an appointment. Janet's doing it. So is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Well, the doing part? Why, they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Galen Shields today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive through locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176. 
Well, the holidays are here, and so is a festive new Nextech wireless deal. Loyal customers and newbies alike, trade in your tired old device. Get a new phone on us. Stuck somewhere else? No worries. We'll pay off your contract so you're free to switch and free to choose your new free phone. So visit the right people with the right deals and get the best phone on the best network. It's time for something different. Nextech wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. Somebody's gonna hurt someone. And welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage joined alongside Steve Sell. And we talked about winter sports, but we still have one more area fall sport, and it is a an important one and it's all going down this weekend we got the state championships for football going on uh and we got one in one area school representing this area that's going to be playing for a state championship little river the redskins going to be taking on what's that leota leote wichita county there you go leote wichita county redskins bringing a 10 and 2 record into the contest and will face the indians that are undefeated uh steve i know you've had your article your your article up on midkansasonline.com right now but you know when it comes to this game all season long i think everybody was like okay Canton Galva, Canton Galva, Canton Galva. That didn't happen. It's out the window. Little River still played a tough road to get to this moment, a real tough road, especially even in the playoffs, having to go up to Clifton Clyde again. So here they are on the cusp of a state championship. I guess take us through what, do you, what, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, you know, Wichita or Leote, Wichita County really hasn't played anybody this year. So they're one of those teams you just don't know about. Um, Coach Ayers told me that they're very athletic. They got 32 kids on their team. And you look at the size on their team, they are huge and got a lot of speed. But again, they haven't seen the athletes that Little River possesses Jaden Garrison, uh, Graham Stevens, Braxton Lafferty. And then if you go to my pre seat on the game, Coach Ayers mentions a lot of other players who are kind of unsung heroes on that team. But it, ro- it kind of revolves around that big three of Garrison, Stevens, and Lafferty. Uh, Canton Galva played Clifton Clyde twice. They played Canton Galva, um, played Madison. You know, those were three of the top five teams with Little River and Leote, Wichita County. So I think Leote, Wichita County probably is favored going into the game. But, you know, who knows when they don't really play anybody during the year. And I always found it interesting. I thought Leote was out west maybe i'm wrong but they're the representative out of the east but for some reason i thought they were farther west than than uh than you know than being an east team so if if Jaden garrison can have a big game stevens can have a big game i think little river will be able to hang one thing about it you'll see a lot of points Mm -hmm. uh too many offensive players on the field not to i know that uh wichita county has uh, a kid named Ritsky, really outstanding player. They got a running back named Gardner. I think between the two of them, they have almost 50 touchdowns. So, be a great game. Fisher Field at Newton. Um, I, you know, we're not doing the game. I wish we could. Uh, we, you know, they designate one radio yeah. uh, station to do the game. It wasn't us, apparently. So, um, I'm sure there's a stream somewhere of the game. You probably watch it, I guess, on NF8, you know, NFS Network. But uh, anyway, 
Good luck to the Redskins. Coach Ayers in just his second year has him in the state championship game, and he's already won three state championships in his career. Uh, I believe he had two at Jetmore and one at Wallace uh, County Sharon Springs. So uh, Coach Ayers played for the great man himself, Dr. Ted Kessinger up at Bethany, and uh, I covered Kevin when he played at Bethany. Big-time player, number five, outside linebacker, defensive end type guy. He was he was tough as nails, and his team reflects his personality. Yeah, I really – if you're the Redskins and, and you're Little River and you're going, you know, we're going to take this undefeated – I think Little River is the only team, one of the only teams that can go undefeated – because they've had such a hard time, not say hard time, but hard schedule. Right. And you just beat, like I said, you just beat Madison that took down Canton Galva. And that had to give you, and they didn't and beat them. Yeah, beat them down. Really so you got to have a ton of confidence coming into this game. On the other side, yeah, uh, the Indians are going to have a little confidence because they are undefeated and they've beat everybody bad. They've beaten every team by the point rule they yes. have not played a, they have not played four quarters yet and that's something that could come into play they haven't had to play four quarters it was last year like Canton Galva played St. Francis St. Francis had pretty much blown everybody out at the half Canton Galva had a couple games I know that actually went into the fourth quarter um, I think I can't remember who maybe it was Matt no yeah I think it was Madison game uh, they went into the fourth quarter or Burling game I can't remember which one it was I'm sure somebody will let me know but anyway uh uh, when you haven't played four quarters an entire game all year, you know, they like they won every game by at least 46 points, that, that could come into play. Yeah, I always think of the old uh, the Rocky uh, quote. It's not as hard. It's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And that's what Little River has done. They got hit. They got upset by Clifton Clyde early in the season. They lost to Canton Galva. But here they are in the state championship game, got revenge against Clifton Clyde, took down Madison that took down Canton Galva. You know, you would love, we, we would have loved to see Canton Galva, Little River, go at it in the, in the postseason. But that, that, that didn't happen. And now Little River right here, it's right in front of them. They well, have we kind of knew one of them was going to – at yeah. the start of the year, I pretty much said one of them is going to be there. I don't know which one's going to be. I didn't know how much Canton Galva, how good they were going to be without Landon Everett. A couple of – you know, they had a couple – Nick Pearson in the line, uh, the Nightingale kid in the line. Uh, I, I wasn't sure uh, how they would respond with a new quarterback. But they – you know, they ran rough shot over everybody all year until they ran into the uh, Madison. And, of course, that game – they be, when you see what Little River did to Madison, that tells you just how much yeah. Canton Galva self-destructed in their game with Madison with six turnovers. Either way, that game's coming up this Saturday at 3.30 at Fish, Newton Fisher Field. Uh, and I looked at the weather. Should be a good night, good day. It's going to be 53, partly sunny, and wind should right around 10 to 15 miles per hour. So perfect for football, perfect weather. So I know they're going to have limitations on fans if you can even get there, but either way, good luck to the Little River Redskins and we we wish you luck and we'll hopefully be talking to coach Ayers after he wins another state championship. Exactly. And and he's a really good guy, has done a good job and and Little River, uh, he said the town is really excited. They've won uh, I think I said it in my story. I think they're five and two in, in state championship games. So they last won in 1999. I was there uh, on that that day. Uh, they won 32 to 28 over St. Paul. Uh, I remember Adrian Howie was the quarterback and and Shane Cordell on the sideline. I, that's back when I used to stand on the sidelines and keep stats. And I was standing right next to Shane the whole game and saw the master at work. Yeah. 
Either way, good luck to the, the Redskins. We'll be rooting for you. But now it's time to take another break here on the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. So we'll take another quick break, and we'll be back with more. we got to talk a little bit about the NFL, some Chiefs action coming up. So we'll take a break. We'll be back with more after this on 96.7 KBBE. Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245-4861, and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you. Apples, turkeys, food, dessert, sweaters, football, sports, teams, working together, family and children, music, orchestras, trees, gardens, fresh air and health, chiropractors and doctors, EMS workers, plumbers, plastic workers, welders, HVAC workers, electricity, light, warmth and fireplaces, dogs and cats, warm blankets. This gratitude list was brought to you by RC Heating and Cooling. Your McPherson Board of Public Utilities offers a few winter safety tips. Keep space heaters a safe distance away from any combustible materials such as bedding, drapes, or furniture. Close window coverings at night to keep heat indoors and open during the day so the sun can warm your home. Don't heat unused rooms. Close doors and registers. Clean or replace furnace filters monthly. Every degree you lower your thermostat saves up to 3% of your heating costs. Never attempt to move a fallen power line. Call the BPU Emergency number at 620-245-2560 during working hours, 620-245-2554 after hours. Is your car on its last leg? Ready for an upgrade? Then Cash for Clunkers at Midway Motors is just what you need. Trade in and get at least $2,000 no matter what shape your old vehicle is in. Pick out one of Midway's 600 used vehicles that are priced for the year-end clearance and save big. Cash for Clunkers is going on now through November 30th at MidwayMotors.com or visit us in McPherson, Hutchison, Newton, or Hillsboro. Midway Motors, for every mile of life. Playing Santa isn't always easy, so why not this year give the gift that anyone will enjoy? Give Visa gift cards from Great Plains Federal Credit Union in McPherson. It's the gift that makes your job as Santa so much easier. Let the friendly and helpful elves at Great Plains Federal Credit Union make you a Santa Claus success. Stop by and get your Visa gift cards today. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, 720 North Main in McPherson, an equal housing lender, member NCUA. Welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBB. Nathan Sage joined alongside Steve Sell. Got about another 12 to 10 to 12 minutes left in the show before we get a have a break and enjoy our Thanksgiving uh, four-day kind of weekend we have coming up. Either yeah, way. no swap shop. Yeah, yeah. Thursday, Friday, or Saturday for those that, you know, really are loyal swap shop listeners. We won't be back till Monday. <laughs> I'll get something on the website that there's no swap shop till Monday, but just to remind everybody. Yeah, our, our phone lines will actually be have a chance to cool down. Either way, again, no swap shop, but we got time to get through, so get to rather, some local college uh, sports, especially basketball. Uh, I love this, Steve. You said it perfect. If you blinked, you missed it, and the ever flew 
weird schedule that has changed. McPherson College Basketball actually picked up a game. Women's picked up a game yesterday, a non-conference game against Randall University. They won 85 to 50, and that one kind of took them a little bit longer. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong, the wrong score. 85-80. 85-80, yes. It was 85-80 uh, in that one. they were down 16 in that game. Yeah, it took them, it, you know, took them a while to, to get going, and that's one thing I think we're going to see a lot going forward even in high school, if we have delays, is you could see um, games starting out a little bit slower for teams as they're kind of knocking that rust off. But either way, the McPherson women able to get that that game in and able to get another win. Now five and one on the season. Again, scheduled to play York on Saturday. Um, that one's scheduled for one o'clock. But again, it's COVID. We just never know. No so spectators. That, yeah, no spectators. But that is scheduled. For and that I really one. hope they get that one in. York's the worst team. By far in the KCAC, Bulldogs are five and one, two and one in the KCAC, and be great to see them get to six and one and three and one. And the Mac Men, they were supposed to play, uh, supposed to play Stir, uh, sorry, sorry, York on Saturday. Get my words together. Supposed to play York on Saturday. Not going to be. They're going to be hosting Sterling instead. Uh, three p.m. again. No spectators in lo- allowed in that one. Um, I can't even. When's the last time Mac Men actually they played? They have been off for over three weeks. They yeah. played the. I believe the fourth, fourth, yeah, fourth of uh, November. They're three and zero. They look spectacular doing it, but now it's just like starting over. Yeah, so that's the thing is it's it <laughs> with COVID again patience because it's just it's never fluid situation. Good news is Central Christian Men's they actually got a game in and they looked great in their game. Yeah, they hadn't played since October 31st and Tony Romero uh, emailed me and he says I feel like I'm coaching my first game in 10 years. <laughs> uh, his guys were excited. They played Bacon, which is normally a a pretty tough opponent. They beat Bacon by 40 last night. Only gave up 47 points. Um just a great job. I'm uh Looks like his guys are buying into playing defense because the first two games, they're only giving up 55 points a game. And uh, so they've just played two games this year. And now their season, their uh, 2020 portion of the season ends this weekend because they go to Manhattan for two games, a kind of a little Thanksgiving weekend tournament they play uh, in Manhattan against Manhattan Christian College. And then Saturday they're in Manhattan against Barkley College. The Manhattan Christian game will be tough. They're always a good team. Barkley, they should have no trouble uh, winning that one. And then they're off again until January. And then Central Women, uh, they got five games in very early. Yeah. And they have not played since, and they will not play until January. So uh, they should have had about 10 games in, 10 or 11 games in before uh, Christmas. Uh, the men are going to end up having four, and the women are going to have five. So they haven't even got half their schedule in. Yeah. So that- I don't know. If- any of those games are going to be made up. I doubt it because they're not conference games. So my guess is those games won't be made up. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I will keep reiterating. Yes, high school winter sports are going to happen. But, again, we got through football. We had the one hiccup going and then taking on DeSoto for for McPherson. But there was hiccups throughout the state. So, But McPherson was very fortunate. Yes. That, uh, uh, all their teams were able to get you know their full complement in and uh, that just tells you they're doing a pretty good job out they were doing a good job at the high school keeping kids safe and people you know here in town keeping their kids safe even though our numbers are just you know they exploded we're over almost 1300 cases now one thing i'll say again shane bakus and those administrators at the high school there able to get that DeSoto game in that's one thing we talked about yes that, that game was a loss but it was great to be able and i have 
full faith in those that administration that they, when it comes to basketball, they're going to be able to. The only thing I feel sorry for them for him is having to go through this, but it is what it is. Again, patience now. Either way, time to move on to NFL football. Best thing about Thanksgiving besides stuffing yourself is being able to relax and watch football. I do like how they added a third game. I know they used to have just the Dallas Cowboys and Detroit Lions games on. I love that they added a third game because let's be honest, most years Detroit is not very good and in Dallas it's hit or miss so you, you don't really and get this those year good it's games. Miss. Yeah. And so to have another game on there, you have a another chance at a good game so this week's sorry this thursday's games we got houston and detroit washington and dallas and baltimore and pittsburgh out of all of those pittsburgh and baltimore by far is going to be the best game and baltimore's got a lot of covid yeah and there's still questions whether the game will be played so uh, i know both the running backs for baltimore uh, were on the list but it's interesting to me how they go on the list for three days and then magically on Sunday, it seems like they're playing. But there have been some players who have missed some games. Miles Garrett, the all-pro for Cleveland, uh, he's going to miss his second straight game. So some are getting affected worse than others. I'll say this. I'll, if I had to pick these games, and I uh, just get sick thinking about it. I'll, I will choose Houston, Dallas, and Baltimore to get it done. Well, I'll take Pittsburgh. They're undefeated. I know it's uh, – uh, but it's at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's been winning kind of ugly. You know, it's not like they're blowing people out, but I'll go with the Steelers. I had to go to Baltimore because, you know, Chuck and Casey are such Pittsburgh oh, I, fans. I it makes you want to throw up. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Chiefs, though, Chiefs will play on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, and they got to go t- uh, take on those pesky Tom Brady Buccaneers uh, after Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lost this last Monday. Uh, Chiefs coming in with that one loss on the year, looking to uh, keep it going after they got revenge against um, the Raiders in a kind of a last-second hurrah. Yeah, and I, I wrote a column about that game i i know the chiefs are nine and one and they're going to win the west i mean there's there are three games up with six to go but i've got a lot of concerns about the chiefs i mean patrick mahomes can't clean up every mess all the time uh the deep the defense has been getting pretty much torched they're spending way too much time on the field they just can't seem to ever get any three and outs and then the offensive line uh you know it's a makeshift unit right now they've had guys go down all year Patrick Mahomes has had to run for his life, but he's he's still upright and he's made the plays. He's got them to nine and one. But I'll tell you what, Patrick Mahomes has really put this team on his back this year. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, what you were saying there, I was like, with all that being said, they're still nine and one on the year. So it's it's still amazing, and that just shows you again how great Patrick Mahomes is. Um, I'll and even they, say how great Andy Reid is as a coach. Yeah, and you know they've got a tough schedule left. They still have. Tampa Bay this week at Tampa, playing in that Florida humidity. Mm-hmm. I really don't like their chances this weekend. They have the Saints still to play. And even the Pistols, Miami Dolphins, although they <laughs> threw up all over themselves, I think, yeah. their last game. Uh, Miami and Miami has never been very good for the Chiefs, even you know, even though Miami, uh, even when they were bad, they'd give the Chiefs a good game in Miami. It's something about that Florida humidity in December 
and or late November after you know the Chiefs have been playing in relatively warm weather all year, they get down there in that suffocating humidity, and yep. and uh, it's tough for them. Again, Chiefs taking on Tampa Bay. It'll be right here on 96.7 KBBE this Sunday, two o'clock pregame kickoff set for 3:25 in that one. So you can tune in right here again and get all the Chiefs action as they try to take down those pesky Tom Brady's. Um, now it is time for Nathan's complaint of the. This one's a little bit easier, and this is something that gets to me every single year, every single year, but this year it's a little bit different. Last night, the college football playoff rankings came out. Alabama 1, Notre Dame 2, Clemson 3, Ohio State 4. I'm not going to really debate the teams uh, that are in there. It's way too early, but I, I... everyone's kind of getting upset about you know Ohio State or Clemson or whatever just because not all the teams have played the same amount of uh, games and I get it but for me and I, I I'm willing to bet for a lot of people they don't want to admit this a lot of it you can just see on the field when you watch a game you know when a team is really good and when a team is not it's when they get to you know playing against, against close teams and close games that it can be hard to kind of figure out who's better than who like i really don't think notre dame is number two not at all because they played clemson without trevor lawrence so either way it is but here's my thing i i hate that the so much focus is on the college football playoffs because some other teams could be having a great year you might have a team that hasn't won a a, you know a game in uh, two years and they might be a chance at a bowl game and here we are just oh it's a dud because they're not in the college football playoffs no like that's what i hate about about college football now i but i'll say this way better than what it was with the bcs 110 percent better i I like the the playoff but i i just hate people getting down so quickly because teams like i'll I'll say this oklahoma i don't know if the one that'll go to the playoff or not but there are two losses and everybody's oh their season's over with no a two loss team is still a good team you know and they've played well lately yeah and so i just I, i i can't stand the whole focus on it i can't stand that whole aspect of your if you're not in it you're not good no there's plenty of great teams either way that is my complaint i had to get that off my chest now it's time to get to this day in sports uh 1951 cleveland browns penalized a record 209 yards against the chicago bears i don't know how many christmas i don't know if that's been changed since then but 1951 that's a lot of penalties in that one yeah i'm I'm sure that's probably still holding up today 1969 kansas kansas city outfielder lou Pinella is voted al rookie of the year obviously lou Pinella was great player but also uh, a great manager as well managed uh let's see cincinnati yeah he managed tampa bay he managed the yankees he managed uh seattle i'm trying to think i think that's either way he's he's a fixture of baseball so i want to make sure he didn't stay with the royals very long as far as you know he had that great rookie year and they didn't keep him very long they got rid of him pretty soon and then he went on to you know have a really good career then this one right here pat summerall and john madden broadcast a game together for the first time pairing that lasted 22 years that was my childhood that's when i grew up and i listened to john madden say that here's a guy that when he runs in the end zone scores a touchdown and he broke it down barney style for everybody and that's the way i i liked my football back then so great hearing those and i wanted to get that out there as well um another thing that i wanted to get to i'll kind of skipping through this real quick but 
2019, just last year, second-year quarterback Lamar Jackson becomes the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 3,000 yards passing and rushing for 1,500 yards. That that blew me away because we had Michael Vick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he obviously went to prison and all that, different player, but – I, I thought he had already got to that. but well, Lamar has struggled to throw the ball this year. He's had several games with less than 200 yards, and I know some fantasy owners that are very have much consternation that he's not putting up big numbers last year. People, and, That's the thing about the NFL. At some point, they figure you out, and they have figured out Lamar Jackson. And last but not least, birthdays on this day. Joe DiMaggio, born this day, 1914. I don't even have to tell you who he is. You should know. John, uh, Joe Gibbs former uh, Super Bowl winning coach of the Redskins and now the NASCAR he's a NASCAR champion uh, team owner as well Bucky Dent all-star shortstop for the White Scots White Sox and Yankees was born on this day 1951 my favorite player one of my favorite players of all time Chris Carter NFL quarter uh, wide receiver with the Vikings born this day 1965 and Donovan McNabb was born in this day 1967 so happy birthday to all of them um, again those are the birthdays on this day in uh, in history November 25th but that's going to do it for this week's version of the lunchtime sports sandwich again no high school coaches show this week no swap shop uh, the rest of the week so um just enjoy yourselves, enjoy the holidays, enjoy Thanksgiving, and uh, stuff yourself and come back Monday uh, raring to get more sports knowledge from me and Steve. Either way, it's a fun time, and we will catch you next time only if you can catch me on the Flippity Flip. That's going to do it for this week's version of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and Steve Sell. Until next week, go Bulldogs. Go Bullpups. Go Wildcats. Go Jayhawks. Go Royals. And go Chiefs.